on this issue of Homo Superior. I love it the way it's such a nice flows name. out of my mouth. Yeah, Tatiana. Charlie Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Cox. Uh, let's move on. Charles, give me your cock. Stop okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior, where when you're queer, you're family. <laughs> Issue 297. I'm Ryan. I'm Clark. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. This week, our podcast is kicking off a brand new fall tournament. It's Mutant Madness, where the listeners get to pick an X team to represent our podcast, Homo Superior, for an entire year or until we get sick of it. (laughs) Uh, We also review part two of the animated series uh, episode. uh, 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 What's it called when it's got a multiple part of thing? Event. (laughs) Is it an event? A big old thing. (laughs) We review part two of the animated series event, Beyond Good and Evil. And spoiler alert, it's Beyond Good or Evil. (laughs) Uh, There's a little extra news and an even little or extra weekly comics, plus lots of plugs. And Brent has a little bonus thing of his own. Uh, But first, some housekeeping. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, Brent. Um, I'll do the housekeeping. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... Check out our creator crush that dropped on Monday. Um, <laughs> it's with going up in number five. <laughs> dropped on Monday. Uh, it's with uh, comedian extraordinaire Jay Jordan. You know, guys, if you ever thought like, I wish this podcast was actually funny, <laughs> then <laughs> listen to this creator crush. We're going to be doing a bunch of creator crushes. Uh, uh, coming up, and so we have a next uh, another one in September as well. So we actually have one from Ben Khan. So Adam and Brent will be interviewing Ben Khan. Uh, Brent, what do you, what do you think? What do you what do you what so are your ideas? What's we going on? we were able to meet <laughs> Ben at FlameCon. They were on a panel and then also selling some of their comics. Uh, so Kaylin and I got Renegade Rule and Heavenly Blues. I've read almost all of both of those. I think they're great. Um, very energetic, kind of out there uh, writing style. The animation, the, the drawing is very beautiful. Very excited to talk to them. We will also, Adam and I are also going to be on their podcast with Jeremy Whitley. Uh, it is called... Progressively Horrified. Progressively Horrified. Which is a horror podcast. That's uh, fun. So we'll be on that at the end of September, and their podcast concept is they take modern uh, horror movies, and then we kind of review them through the lens of progressive values and see what themes are really there and what we can shoehorn into whatever stories. We'll be doing Evil Dead Rise, so make sure. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so fun. Watch ahead of time, because that movie is ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Brent, when you read books or something, do you just get like three-fourths of the way through multiple ones at the same time? I have read through all of Heavenly Blues, and I am part of the way through. (laughs) (laughs) I'm halfway through Renegade Rule. But if you took the average of what I've read, (laughs) it's two-thirds of both books. But you always have to pause after and just go, oh, wow. Let me read yeah. something else yeah. for <laughs> Well, I, every time I read something, no matter what, I always make sure I'm at a bar and then I solemnly close the book and then one lone tear falls yeah. down my face. And, you just and I make sure I, the bartender sees and they're like, is anything wrong? And I'll say, no, I just lost an old friend. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wise. Okay, in other housekeeping, um, guys, we got merch. 
you know, we we came out with this Krakoan Resist T-shirt. It's been flying off the, the shelves. <laughs> Why, Much now you sound like a QVC person. You've got to get this. I mean, the the charcoal gray really goes with every Honestly, eye color. No, but whether you're really walking down the boardwalk yes. in Atlantic City or just strutting about Kansas City, you know what? You it's can gonna look go great. with everything. It's gonna go with everything. This is um, gonna be beautiful can, for you your little kids. You can wear it to your um, family reunion. You can wear it to anywhere. Um, anyway, they're flying off. <laughs> wear it to a funeral. <laughs> they're flying off like. Dazzler's head at the Hellfire Gala. It's really just popping off. So, guys. Yeah, it's the first shirt that's also a great two piece. (laughs) This little, this pitch reminds me of that. I really want another season of I Love That For You on Showtime. Oh, yeah. Vanessa Bayer. Yeah. Uh, Well, you can get canceled. It it got canceled? Well, so did Ryan's pitch. No, you did a great job, babe. You can get that merch available on our Twitter. Well, so what else? Is, yeah, we've got stuff of our podcast. Yeah, we've so got some really actually, great designs from Brown. We have a great link tree. So if you want, if you want to do anything, just go on our, uh, either our Instagram or our Twitters um, and our personal Instagram. Or if you too. just want to check out our link tree, it's a great link. It's beautiful. Tree. beautiful. I, it's one of the most gorgeous <laughs> Put it together <laughs> myself. <laughs> it's got a, uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown feel as far as tree goes. <laughs> yeah. And that's honestly, I that's all I could say about housekeeping, honestly. <laughs> so let's move on. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So Mutant Madness X-Men Assembled has begun today. And basically for us, what eight members will claim the title of Homo Superior's very own X-Team? And you're voting for this shit. And you voted for this shit today. The first two battles were today. Let's see. They are not yet done. The voting's 24 hours. But currently. So you still have a chance to vote. No. Not by the oh. time they'll be listening. Not, oh, that's not right. Friday not morning. Friday morning when this chin. pops out. Leader and uh, leader and villain are done and be we'll have announced it. By Thursday. You yeah. folks, when you listen right now, are gonna be voting for queers. <laughs> <laughs> queer one and so queer two. Every X <laughs> Yeah. Walk us through the it. The cat in the hat kind of situation. Okay, so the first one was Gene versus Cyclops, and I put this one first because I knew the matchup was just gonna be like mean and psychotic. Um Thus far, on both apps, Twitter and Instagram, Cyclops has one-third, and Jean Grey has two-thirds. Wow. One is 33%, wow. and one is 35%. So it's very lopsided. People love Jean Grey. They want to save the brood. Let them save the brood. And, and where, where, does it, where did everyone's allegiances lie in this vote? I, I understand why they chose Jean Grey, but I think Cyclops is a better choice in general. I just get... Well, that's wrong. I get tired of Jean abusing her powers, and no one really thinking about it well, at she, least scott's a little bit annoyed about how people do things he's got fucking concussive eye blast how can he like misuse those besides just pushing people what around? hey with great power comes great responsibility <laughs> motherfucker one of his powers is um he's great at strategies you're doing bad <laughs> at your power. I think he needs to expand what he can do a little bit. More. It's not his fault that Krakoa is a piece of shit. I right do. Now. It does seem. Isn't it? it? I no, do think he pieced out. It's interesting. He's, I think he's leading that's some bad team. strategy. Cyclops is definitely the better tactical leader, but I think Jean Grey's got like the a, heart. A better. <laughs> well, no, like she's also got a better the ten thousand foot view. I feel like she's much more thoughtful to mm. situations. Like it's she. He's the. What do you call? It's like. He feels like the captain to her as the leader, to essentially. Neil. Yeah. So, I'm happy that Jean's winning. Yeah, me too. Um, and basically, Brent 
Kaylin and I all voted for Cyclops, and you two voted for so Gene. Keep yeah, voting like so. for Gene because we don't want to be in a tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah, if you're in a tiebreaker, you're listening to this right now. We've tomorrow, got, a, we've got an anti-Gene voting block. G- Gene will absolutely <clears throat> win, and you guys are dumb. Continue. Okay. Next. Uh, yeah. So we had the villain heat. Okay. Why is this going? My, my sorry, my screen's going nuts. Use my screen. Okay. Baby. Thank you very much. Um, the Wouldn't next it be up funny was if the screen just melted in his hand. <laughs> that it was like Clark that was the problem. Just, it just <laughs> turned into the I don't phoenix. Know what that was. Clark's All right, so it's powers. all working out. All right, villain is, as we said, Apocalypse versus Magneto. I like that you needed the reference. You definitely you knew who they <laughs> you knew who it was. <laughs> I, no, it's because I didn't know what I was saying next. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So literally two weeks ago, I had Juggernaut versus Magneto and just didn't like the matchup. Yeah, I didn't think there was stupid. any real connective tissue no. between the two. So it's now Apocalypse versus Magneto. As I said, weirdly on Instagram, it is almost dead heat. And on Twitter, it is 20% to 80%. Well, I think it's because Apocalypse has been getting that dick out lately. Only on Instagram? Only on well, Instagram. Well, I mean, he's been he's been showing up lately. I feel like he's Twitter. showing his butt shots Since on Instagram. Since Hawks and Pox, he's been like a real figurehead that like you were sort of yeah. like, you're not just like some crazy, insane person from the animated series. You actually mm-hmm. have some depth to you. I feel like on and Twitter, you, history, you probably have more people that don't know the apocalypse currently. They like know. I don't know. That's true. That makes yeah. sense. And Magneto's dead right now. So, you know, recency bias is a thing. Bring him back. I like both of them more. Uh, more. I like both of them more as allies than villains, but I like Magneto more as an ally than I like Apocalypse as an ally. Okay. That's why I chose Apocalypse. Who else chose Apocalypse? Yeah. I know I did. I chose Apocalypse. All right. I, he's my No, favorite. no, excuse me. You, no, I mean, Magneto is me and Kaylin, I imagine, and you, Brent? I, I also Ryan. chose Magneto. You oh. faggots. Because, you know. <laughs> and you know what? I mean, he's it, had trauma, and I felt like he's dealt with it terribly, and that's really <laughs> fun to watch. You know? I believe we, it's pronounced trauma. Trauma. <laughs> we, we might be... Splitting the difference here for us. Uh oh. It might be our choice. Okay, so um, I'm gonna go through. So this weekend we have, as I said, queer one and queer two. This is all heat one. Queer one, queer I two. Queeros. Shooty and stabby are on Saturday, and mindful and magical, as I call them, are on Sunday. I so would like to just say that all of these categories that you've come up with are so stupid, and yeah, I love them the so point. much. You mean my, shooty and stabby? Those favorite. are some of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have wit and fit. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted... Well, wit was with quotation marks because all those characters are dumb. Did fit fit should have just been British people and be like, yeah, they, they look fucking fuck fit. Right. Roy fit. Did you pick Queer 1 and Queer 2 because there were so many queer characters that you had to, or because to you wanted a, to demand I, I wa- that there's going demand. to be... I wanted yeah. our final team to have more than queer just one. Queer A, which eight categories. Yeah. And just to clarify, you can see all these pictures on our Instagram. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, yeah, are we going to rip all these people in half once Baby. we've completed them? You better believe it. <laughs> so, Queer One, I'm only talking about Heat One right now. As I said, this weekend are the ones where all these are come out. So, Friday is Bling versus North Star mm-hmm. in Queer One and Anal versus Tempo in Queer Two. Uh, Anoli, mean. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about these two matchups? Don't say. Do you think this? These are good matchups. Do you think it's going to be hard or easy to to decide who's going to win? I mean, I think if people have been reading 
anything that had bling in it over the past few years, they'd probably be very interested in more bling. But North but Star, no one has because yeah. she's been in like four stories. So I think I think it's a pretty it's going to be pretty hard for Bling to overcome North Star. But I do like that matchup. I do like Bling's backstory of like she was raised by like a hip hop dad, and then that's mm-hmm. why she came up with the name. Um, and Parent, they really skim over that. <laughs> In a lot, in a I lot mean, of ways, they've yeah. never they t- brought about it in the comics. It it's would, literally just been in her like the, the info pages. Yeah, oh, for yeah. that, um, you're right. Oh yeah. my god, um, I'm voting for anal all the way uh, because, like, you know, w- once you're raised with people, you have a certain affinity for them, and I feel like I went up with comics with him. I feel like this is, and I be, haven't aged I, just in the same way he has. I feel like, I think Tempo's gonna catch you de-aged. <laughs> I started think, drawing with twelve-year-olds now. I think Tempo's gonna catch a recency I think, bias, yeah. and I, I also just really like. I mean, I they're think, both recency though. Yeah, but I also I don't think Anal's done that. I feel like Tempo's had a bit more storyline and real teens. But it also people don't love Steve Orlando's Marauder, so I'm more concerned about mm. if people will just be turned off to the character. I don't know. We'll have to see Let's on go. Friday. Next ones. Um, these are when it gets hard and mean. So Shooty <laughs> is Cable versus Hope. Damn. I know. Father versus daughter. How is that hard? Daughter. Hope all the way. Yeah. A thousand percent hope. She's the better version of him. It's true. But I don't think that's what the audience will miss. The voters. True. Will yeah, I don't know. Well. Yeah. Uh, uh, and she's then, a bitch. I, mean, I, and it's, I think I'm you've cable. got the same character twice. It's Wolverine and X-23. Yeah. I, w- I think they're that. <laughs> Wolverine slash Logan and Wolverine yeah. slash Lara is what I put on that. Yeah. Um, this is going to be horrible. I have no idea what's going to happen. You really think? I feel like it's, again, like public vote. I feel like you're going to get more Wolverine. Even though yeah, I think it, if we're doing that other split, I think Instagram most you would, might see could more, be Lara. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. Why uh, isn't this called Queer 3? <laughs> <laughs> Stabby, point. you yeah. mean? I mean, Deadpool. Yeah. Queer Stabby, series. Queer Shooter, <laughs> Queer Mindful. Oh, I'd like love queer, to see a Queer there Shooter. There are two Queer yeah. Mindfuls in there, so yeah. <laughs> it's There's a lot of gayness going on. True. I kept switching everybody around so I get as many gays everywhere as possible. Now right. that you were creating it and you're like, I was this is so hard. For, there's no I, room for gay people. I made people. it harder and harder for myself. <laughs> okay, Mindful anyways. Uh, this tweet is Emma Frost versus Rachel Gray slash Escani slash Rachel Summers slash Prestige. You slash could have called it Phoenix psychic and you chose mindful. <laughs> well, because originally it was <laughs> like magic. Sort of, it was magic. Sort of and, like then I ha- and then it was mind yeah. and I wanted to do something. Love. Who cares? Yeah, it's it's going to be a fucking TKO. There's no way that Emma Frost is No, I all our Instagram posts are all saying all, all the people. Everyone's on Rachel. On Rachel. Jesus. So well, I'm happy to go to their houses all. and tell them they're wrong. I, I like the mindful idea of being like related to like, as Ryan was pointing out, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. <laughs> like they've got each of them has created a goop and who does it best? <laughs> oh, Emma Frost is going to have a much better goop. Than uh, Rachel's Rachel. is definitely the most evil. Though. Meditation. Yeah. <laughs> it's more about meditation. This really? one is just the egg vaginas. <laughs> no, I mean, oh my God. for the mindful, this Gold one is, is um, low by comparison to when I do Psylocke versus uh, Elizabeth, uh, Betsy, Betsy Braddock. Yikes. That's just an actual fight. Emma Frost and Rachel don't really have a good connectivity for how the fight can work. Yeah. Historically. All right. And the final one is Magic. Uh, it's Madeline Pryor and Pixie. And they're not really connected, but I connected them by the fact that Magic has both given them something. By that, I mean, he little, she literally stole part of Pixie's soul, but then gave it back to her <laughs> in sword <laughs> they, form. They both have dagger a dark form. side. Yeah. And Madeline Pryor is, um, you know, she literally gave her limbo. Cool. 
I mean, I don't know how that one's going to go, but I do feel like it's Madeline. Eh, yeah, it's probably <laughs> I, do, I like Pixie, though. Pixie's been She's really great. Cool I love her. But. I also like the idea of Emma Frost and Madeline on a team together, but that's just me. Ooh. That would be cool. Bit yeah. central. Okay. Uh, I showed you all of the heats and all of the everythings earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think is going to be the most competitive, most difficult? The Wolverine versus X-23, I think, is going to be the most evenly split. I think across all platforms. Yeah, <clears throat> I I would agree with that. That's it's gonna be rough. Actual, uh, no, you're right. No, that's a thousand percent correct. I feel I, like the Emma Frost and Rachel one is gonna be one of those is gonna be just blow the other one out of the water, and I don't know who's who. Just don't know which yet. Yeah, that's fair. The are rest we, are just sort of. Uh, yeah, we don't. It's are you struggling to, to vote between any of them? Don't tell me who you're going to vote for. Are you struggling? I feel no. like we already did. We're like, yeah. I'm picking this one. Yeah. <laughs> but mm, not really. I know. I, think I, I pick my I vote my based answer. off of uh, right. whether I'm in the losing category on uh, our group vote. I think some of the queer, <laughs> some of the queer stuff will be hard because there. I was thinking in the areas where there are less like these huge fan service characters mm-hmm. yeah, and like the, you kind of the, like everybody. Queer, the queer section are that'll very be fan tough because you're like, oh, like I. Kind, I kind of like that part, but I also like that. Like I, I'm not really one way or the other about any of the queer, like matchups that you talk, like you currently. Because next week is better. Ooh. I would just like to say these, uh, all these like matchups. You see a lot of these matchups online. These make so much more sense and like how to form a team more than a lot of these stupid matchups that are like all the original five against the all new X Men. Mm-hmm. Like this is. How a team should be formed. So kudos. Not to wait. Not putting a million teams. mutants opening their mind at the same time and just guessing <laughs> on who they think. Everyone, dying. <laughs> everyone votes for themselves. Because <laughs> yeah. it's also. I, like, I mean, me. if you, yeah. there's no even if you're like part of the 250k like mutants, you're not like when they ask like you to vote. It's not like you remember every single person on the. Well, thing, I thought right? part of that was that you were able to like pitch yourself a little bit. Or it's almost like like, like parliamentarian like aggregating, so people start to get oh around, oh and the, they collect what is it, like the caucus type yeah shit, right yeah okay mm-hmm. I could see that oh I'd vote for caucus <laughs> I love it caucus. is that a... queer too which one is the caucus <laughs> so listeners heat one runs through September seventh and then we pick on September nineteenth with ninth excuse me with heat two where the decisions are no easier so check us out our stories are where you vote on Instagram and then. On Twitter, you just Kalen just put some shit up, and we've you got a poll, yeah. and then you can look in the thread to see the matchups and Correct. think about the characters and what you love about them or think hate about, about them. Even more. Yeah, so just go to Homo Superior Podcast on Instagram to vote or Twitter and vote because it really X helps us out. Your vote counts. X. Your vote does count. After 24 hours, each poll will close, and I'll reveal the winner. So don't miss out on voting for your favorites, including Bishop, Siren, and Vanguard, who has a squirrel head now. Oh. Great. Yeah, Squirrel Guard. I like Squirrel Guard. Squirrel Guard. I like the same character. In Soviet Union, we have Squirrel Head. <laughs> In Soviet lo- Union. It's uh, wild. <laughs> all right, let's get on to some and MCU next TV. Our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. We have continuing coverage this week of X-Men the Animated Series while we wait for anything else Marvel-related to show up on Disney God, please Plus. give us something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are capping uh, Season 4, Episode 19, Beyond Good and Evil Part 2, Promise of Apocalypse. Yeah, and this is an event, by the way, just so you know. Truly. <laughs> Don't know why you got so tripped up at the beginning. <laughs> 
Uh, Apocalypse kidnaps Oracle from the Shi'ar and Lalandra warns Xavier. Apocalypse is a p- slut for p- psychics. <laughs> why didn't slut psychics? Why why was that not acceptable? It's not. <laughs> Back on Earth, Shard and Wolverine <laughs> attempt to protect a recently identified Psylocke, but after pilfering Archangel's not estate, p- Psylocke? <laughs> not pilfering. <not> <laughs> <laughs> See, the comedy works. <laughs> Does it? Uh, Archangel's got a new look, and his estate's been pilfered. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got to start over the sentence, because I do not know what you're saying. All right. Back on Earth, Shard and Wolverine attempt to protect a recently identi- identified Psylocke, but after pilfering so Archangel's estate, who's got a new look, Quanon, Betsy, who fucking knows, is kidnapped by Magneto and the Brotherhood and taken to the Axis of Time Control Center. Meanwhile, in 3099, ridiculous, Cable reveals a plan to go back in time. <gasps> We're at the halfway mark of one of the biggest, you said it was an event? Is That's that an event, yeah. The events <laughs> of X-Men. What are you guys feeling? How are you doing? I like this. I always enjoy like this is what I was raised with like growing up. So like I love the idea of them acquiring all the psychics to do something big. I th- I think this is so fun. I also love video games. So the idea of them being like, I have a quest for Psylocke yeah. now. I have a quest for that. I think it's really fun. Um, Psylocke's intro into this is pretty cool as well. Um, I wish just randomly stealing from Archangel for no reason. Also, when she shows up, she's wearing exactly what uh, Shadow Kate is wearing right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, it's literally the same outfit. Like, so um, I really enjoy her inclusion to this. I, 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 I forgot she even gets introduced to and, this. And also, she has such a connection to Archangel that yeah. I love that they are connected. They wound in, it in. Yeah, in the animated series. At I least. think it was great that while they're trying, they're trying to capture her, and then Wolverine at all shows up, and so you got some villains and you got some heroes. Then all of a sudden, Magneto shows up, and Psylocke is just like, "What?" The fuck is going on? I love it when a character in this show is just as confused about what the fuck is happening. <laughs> she is literally like, "You guys are ah! all crazy." I've got to get I'm the just fuck a out piece of here. Of shit thief, yeah, man. but she's still dressed like a psionic ninja, which is my favorite. Like she's like so just good. happens to be like a thief that has psychic powers, but she looks like a total fucking bit. Like you're like, so how she- are you so dressed up? And you meanwhile have never ran into other people with your powers. <laughs> so she wasn't trying to steal a discus from Archangel. She don't want any of your business. Like she was <laughs> so over everyone else. I loved it. The, the funniest thing about this episode was that Magneto shows up and uh-huh. who's the first person that attacks him? Wolverine. Wolverine. Wolverine's body is literally made out of fucking mm. metal. And instead of doing anything, he breaks a barrel open to kidnap Psylocke and then gets tackled into the water that by Wolverine. Was weird. The barrel of it all. <laughs> yeah. And how much metal is in a barrel? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got the uh, you know, the cooping bands. The little know. bands. Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's a good band. The best part of the barrel. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what did you think of the Brotherhood? Because you got Magneto, Ty- Mystique, mm-hmm. Sabretooth. I'd love to see them again and also being utilized in a greater, um, what did you call it, uh, Brent? Uh, it's none of your business. <laughs> I believe <laughs> it's called a Pavent. Uh, but but to see them all, like we see we see the Shi'ar, we see the Brotherhood, we see all these big groups like coming together. I thought it was really cool. 
this felt, this whole thing felt like it's just a giant crossover. Like there would be a cable storyline going yes. in his comic. At it the same time, like there'd comics. be like X Men going with with um, Psylocke and Archangel and stuff. It just felt like three series are slowly coming into each other. I mean, this is for yeah. all intents and Bishop purposes just stuck like on a bridge. The m- <laughs> it's fine. It's like it is. I'm the sure movie. he won't factor in. The series finale, essentially, yeah, of because I mean the next season be, we know yeah. is like an atrocious uh, uh, abomination to God. So mm, at the very least, we get like probably I think this is probably the best. I mean the Phoenix sagas have like nice, but I think this is the most exciting because it's literally bringing everything to the to a head. So Kate, I really enjoy. Caitlin said this. It's an original story that they put together too. Isn't so this yeah. just, just but so this is fun. just the plot of the twelve, isn't it? It no, not even slightly. Well, the similar. twelve is garbage and involves some giant. Well, they circle. hold, but them they're just kidnapping psychics. No, no, no and the twelve one represents like a different. Uh, well, Talaris was one of them. Oh Havoc, God! I okay, think. then I misunderstood. Ice Man, like it was like each one represents a different like. Oh, so this was like a good turn of essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always like the put these two storylines together. I do not know what the plan is. Um, what do you think but it I is? do, do you know think it because I was not here on the last episode that I fucking hate that wacky kooky character oh, I hate him at so the much. edge of time at Sideshow Bob the Genie. He fucking sucks. I hate Carey. him. Well, just, I hate just him. you wait. Do we get more of him? You better yeah, believe. No, that why would they never introduce comes back. I just wish he would never come <laughs> back. He sucks. I would play him. That so um, <laughs> that's your next costume. A thousand percent. I just, uh, I enjoy that they were trying to, pr- the X-Men were like, okay, we got a plan. So we know they're going after psychics. Um, so why don't we split up? We're going to protect psychics. Um, Storm and Gambit are protecting Piss a psychic. Storm. And then when they find out that the other team, the Wolverine and Shard aren't doing well, they immediately go over. And then Apocalypse tells us, Oh yeah, Storm and Gambit abandoned them. So <laughs> oh, we've yeah. stolen. And like, if you just stayed, stayed there, there, you could have maybe well, helped like out. No, but Wolverine was helping against Magneto. Oh my god! By it, getting thrown into a boat, and then they just lifted up the boat and dropped it. Yeah, which was very funny. We, and I always want to see which psychics are going to be like called. And so the callback of like Oracle actually being significant. I love, I love that, that scene. That was so fun. Because wait, Deathbird was already in this show, but not really. Saw, as a, we, yeah, she was only in flashbacks. Before, yeah, so this is the first time she was being a full on. We, we saw Deathbird and uh, Apocalypse at one point um, when yeah, Cortez, Cortez oh. saw them and was supposed to be joining up with them. But it's, yeah, they just yeah, didn't include yeah. him in this. And the, um, you but, made a promise to me. I lied, yeah. and then just dips out. <laughs> yeah, that, that portal. His usage of portal is very offensive. Um, I but <laughs> but I enjoy. I enjoy. We saw Karma for a hot second in a weird little. Oh yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot of people. She in looks there. terrible in the worst outfit ever. Yeah. Too. Apocalypse feels like he uh, signed up for like a bunch of group projects and then is just bailing on them <laughs> and taking all the credit. Yeah. That's I love that apocalypse. guy. What Psylocke mentioned that her brother, I thought at some well, point. Well, then that's then she's Betsy Braddock. Yeah, but it was weird because she talked about it as though he would. Because I was like, is it? It's not. I was talking about it was like a mutant. It wasn't Brian. Well, we yeah, saw him. Oh, uh, we saw Captain. Um, God, Captain. Uh, I must have blinked an eye. Um, <laughs> um, not that day. I mean, oh, okay. Not that day. Not that issue. Oh, he's been yeah, around. Was, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think right. twice before they called Psylocke. A raven-haired sneak thief. 
and I loved that. I mean, <laughs> and I was like, they aren't out because of them. That's a that's a Real Housewives intro. <laughs> I'm, I'm a real I'm a raven haired sneak thief. I was gonna say it's like a grinder. What are you into? Oh, just being raven haired sneak thief. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm gonna come into your house, steal your shit, and then leave. But yeah. gorgeous hair though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else on this wonderful halfway oh, mark on, on the best This, this is probably one of my favorite arcs in mm-hmm. this That's series. That's great. I'm, so good. I'm, I'm glad we're breaking it. down every single episode. Huh? Yeah. Well, it's also got delayed until 2024. So yeah, you, baby, I'm, we're stretching this yeah, out as yeah. far as we can take it. Why don't we do half episodes <laughs> of it? It's good <laughs> that we're a podcast with integrity. We're now. catching up on the first 10 minutes of next part three <laughs> next week. It's so just the recap in the set, song. Set that dial and make sure to pause it when we do. We only talk about what happened on the previously on. <laughs> we do a full recap of Saban going, eh, 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 I will, eh, the kids laughing I will at the also end. say one last thing about this arc is that it is because Bishop and Shard are back and like it's, I'm, and obviously even having Psylocke now in, or hopefully if it was just Quanon, the, it is also like one of the most diverse arcs of the series. I yeah. feel like it's, it's, again, I always go back to like, where did where we're at now in terms of like thinking and learning and trying to think about other people's experiences obviously like just like the giant size x-men it was a bit like hey here's this like random scenario of this person's experience this singular person but i'm just impressed by how much you were able to be exposed to so many different people and cultures and things like that in this uh, cartoon show back in 92. Representation for time-displaced cultures. <laughs> <laughs> matters. Yeah. Shard has been used so much in this series. That's what's wild to me. It's, I was sort of like, that's right. She's in this fucking and, show a lot. And she has to remind us, I'm Bishop's sister. <laughs> okay, but she like, does. if you got trapped in 3099, Shard's are you fucking Cable or are you fucking Tyler? I mean, honestly, though, you're like, go to a party and you have to, and no one knows who the fuck you are. You got to use the closest. I'm Bishop's Bishop's sister. sister. Um, No, it's cool. I'm cool. What do you ask? uh, If you were in 3099, are you having sex with Tyler uh, Cable or that yellow robot? (laughs) I guess like the swirling child at the time. He looks old enough in the show. I don't think he's like. There was a hot rock I thought he was like. 15. Oh, gross. Okay, he, I retract my he's question. He's like Arkansas. I thought he was like 20. 30, so probably like <laughs> 20. So yeah, I, I thought know. he would be like yeah. mid-20s. I don't know. He may, no, not even, no. All right. Take that t- robot. So yellow robot or cable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is I give him a 39 out of 99. <laughs> <laughs> he's real hot. <laughs> Can't they just make it 4,000? Extra. Extra. Shard is going to be in the new X-Men movies. <laughs> no, she is not. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Who knows? So we got the reveal of how long the, the I would say trailer, almost, the movie, um, f- the runtime for the Marvels is going to be. It's yeah. an hour and 33 minutes with five minutes of credits. Okay. This is the shortest by like 45 hours. This is the... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. How long was Captain Marvel the original? Oh, three weeks long. Six I thought that was like hours. only like an, less than two hours. Introduced we'll look it up, people. but it's. I don't think this is a bad idea. Like they they constantly keep inflating all these yeah. films. So I think if this is character driven and it's going to be shorter, I think this actually might help. It. Well, that was my my thing too. Is like obviously you've got three different heroes you're playing with. They've already all had story arcs. But so ha- it's but we we know now that nobody's watching the TV shows. So Captain Marvel was two hours and four minutes. Damn. But yeah, like but that's an fo- origin story. I so think it's a little bit harder. If anything, the only people who really need development are. I still think it should be a Captain Marvel movie. So I'm praying that yeah. like she's still the main character. The development I mean, will got- be 
how the team works together. It won't be their origin stories. It anymore. reminds me a little bit of They're like going to skim over. like Avengers only focused on how they interacted with each other. Nobody, the original Avengers, nobody really got like progress. All right, so, out of that. so I want you to tell me if who can guess what the shortest Marvel movie is. Mm. Werewolf by Night. Uh, <laughs> that is a that is a featured special. Uh, Groot. The specials. <laughs> uh, they, it's it isn't this one. It is. It is. Well, this one will be the shortest. Okay, the it new. Will. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the this previous? This will be still be shortest by a decent I'm, margin. I'm gonna throw it out and just say the original Guardians of the Galaxy. That's not a bad guess. That's I, in the top ten. I'm okay. gonna go. <laughs> I'm a lot. Of, like, <laughs> top ten out of what, 28. I tried, sorry. Out of 300. I'll go. <laughs> I feel like it's got to be from Phase One. So I'm trying to think. Iron Man Two. What do you got? I'll go. Is the Incredible Hulk included? It's a Marvel movie, yeah. I'm saying a more MCU movie. Just, it's just great. Say it, baby. All right. Well, I will say to the passive aggressive question asker, the Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk is the correct answer. Yeah. Because yes. so, it was in a Hulk, movie built around so Marvel. This is the shortest thing since the one really bad one that started this all off. So the Incredible Hulk and <laughs> Thor: The Dark World are both one hour and fifty-two minutes. Well, which is twenty wait, minutes what? longer the, than this movie. Will the be. Thor: Dark World. Got it right. They should have shaved should off. Should have been. Should, should have been a forty-five minute special. Should have been too. a trailer and be like, "You get it." Right. My <laughs> biggest, my biggest concern with this runtime is that we're not going to. They'll be so focused on the team dynamic, which we'll all enjoy, that they won't have any time or care to truly develop. I forgot the woman's name. Who's going to be the villain? Because um, she's like a good Jack actress. Uh, or oh shit, yeah. Jen Tora. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, she's Zowie married Ashton. to Megan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zowie, I think you're exactly right, Zowie Ashton. Yeah, and I'm just disappointed because this could have been a really interesting thing, and maybe they will. Like, I'm gonna have my I'm, fingers I'm crossed, but I'm like already worried anything, about but it. Based on other things I've heard, there's a whole other stuff doing to bring into. Also, oh, Nick Fury geez. as well. Remember, yeah, that's and right. And we know that three of the ca- the three characters keep switching places with so each other. So they'll always be. Are separated. they going to get that done really quick in order for us to have? I think that's a first act. Be thing. together. That's the first the, act. The first act is going to be thirty minutes long, and then the second well, act will be thirty well, minutes we're long. We're not. <laughs> it's not <laughs> real time of them <laughs> flying back to see each other again. It's not going to be that. They're going to have to figure out a way to all be together. I don't know. I'd say it seems. Hello. It's going to seem like. The, the amount of stuff that seems to be Let's in it. Let's not get mad before we see anything. I mean, I am. Also, it could just be... <laughs> a, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fucking livid. All right, so MCU spoilers have also revealed that we're getting a second season of She-Hulk, but this time it's Madison, two N's and one Y, but it's not where you think, and Wong, because Tatiana Maslany has quit. Remember she took Bob Iger to task last month? Are you kidding That second me? half's a lie. I was going to say, what All the that's fuck? even revealed is there's going to be a second a She-Hulk. You did that well. I believe um, Well, because I, well, I felt weird that Tanya Maslany did take into task. And now she's already. And now like, we've revealed that she's going to be in. Well, the- as long as the strike gets settled, she's more than available to do that. Yeah. I like that we're getting another season. I'm the only one that likes it. I like that, that, that show a lot. It, yeah. yeah. I thought it was great. As it's a long great, as we get more Madison. That to me works as a TV show versus more serious stuff. Yeah. Like just episode of the wiki, maybe like a little bit of a pop. Where, well, where did we land? Am I supposed to get mad before it comes out or about wait till it comes out? <laughs> well, aren't you already mad about the law aspect? Yeah, of it? I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm a little bit. Come okay. On. What if they went um, to space law or if, something if like I that just to make something. it? Yeah. If I just got the sexual chemistry between Charlie Cox and 
Is that Tatiana Maslany? Yeah. yeah. Then it is. that's all I want. Uh, so who does Tatiana Maslany play in that <laughs> No, because I was, I was thinking of Titania in my head. Oh. Yeah. No, she'll be in Thunderbolts. Yeah. It's, so you, that's your favorite part of it? Yeah. Yeah. How, also, also everyone gonna, has sexual chemistry with Charlie Cox. And Tatiana Maslany. Too, yeah, right. Though. They're both gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, but that's the only one I'm interested in. Those Which one? Tatiana Maslany. <laughs> and, and Charlie Cox. That's the only pairing that I care about. Can I just say the way I could say Tatiana Maslany, that I love it the way it such a nice flows name. out of my mouth. Yeah. Tatiana Maslany. Charlie Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Cox. Uh, let's move on. Charles, give me your cock. Stop okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Oh, did you realize you were let, doing that until you did it? Let, let it was him clicking. live in it his clicking. It let was clicking. Him. I had to take the shot, and it worked. All right, let's move on to the issues. Our weekly recap of all things X. Uh, so continues the fall of X. This week we have Miss Marvel, the new mutant, number one, and Wolverine, number 36, as part of the Weapons of Vengeance uh, crossover. So Miss Marvel, the new mutant number one, Sabir Pirzada, and the star of Disney Plus's Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel, Iman Vailani, with art by Carlos Gomez. Kamala's new four-issue miniseries follows her journey ten weeks after. It's the weirdest thing to. Okay, I'll come back to it. Ten weeks after the devastating <laughs> events of the Hellfire Gala, her friends and family have all forgotten she died thanks to Emma. She's undercover in Orcus's new summer program for high school students, and she's having <laughs> this is the weirdest fucking thing. And she's having terrifying visions all while juggling what it means to be an inhuman and a mutant and being part of the newest X Men team. After an emergency requires her to reveal her mutant loyalties on campus, none other than Omega Sentinel enters the stage to ruin Miss Marvel's reputation. Um, I'm just going to say, because I already tried to jump into my summary, it's the weirdest thing to me that this is the only issue that said how many... Act- Everyone's been doing like X weeks. Yes. And this literally like put a timestamp jump is, in the... That is a great point, honestly. It was just very surprising to me. I was like, what is that about? And it won't have any effect on anything. I'm sure. It no, absolutely no, no, no. won't. I have some notes from Kaylin. Brent, why don't you start <laughs> since you are currently in the Orcus summer program Let's right now, Kaylin right? Let's have Kaylin start. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, well, you know, I had to turn it down, obviously, because... You, is that why Kaylin's not here right now? Because he's in the Orcus summer <laughs> program. Yeah. He's in the P-Town <laughs> Orcus summer oh, program. Uh, so... Um, it was a strong debut considering its first-time writer and t- and a TV collaborator on a comic. Uh, plus, the continuity with the X-Men is fairly tight. Uh, and there's also a connection to be made with Kamala wearing the X and Muslims in real life wearing burqas, for example, mm-hmm. that it is a uh, sign that's attacked. Uh, it's a way of being proud of your heritage even as anti-mutant, anti-Muslim hysteria is at an all-time high. That's great. I'm so glad you texted that drunk from P-Town right now. <laughs> um, I he also says cat, 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 cat. And then he said, oh, my eight, God, eight gifts of cats. And then he said, where are you guys? I'm in the back room. I can't see anyone. There's someone's dick in my mouth. What I got it. I got that? a you up text message. Then two minutes later, he said wrong text, but it was spelled wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you? And right? he said, then idiot. he said, oops, I texted Adam. <laughs> Still wrong text. <laughs> um, Caitlin's points are, uh, I agree. It's, uh, I love this comic. I think it's really good. <clears throat> so uh, her comic was the last comic that I read of like individual heroes in the Marvel universe. And so I'm very connected to her world. And so the fact that her family's still incorporated and her love interest is still incorporated slash friend is still incorporated. I, I, it integrated her into the X-Men so well. 
I, I really enjoyed it so much. I think they did a great job. Also, the idea of, I think, the queer story expands so much more with what she's her current positioning is right now because she doesn't know her mutant powers. She just knows she's a mutant right now, yeah. Yeah. which is so very true with the queer experience of, like, saying, hey, uh, I, I think I may be, like, gay. Yes. I think I may be lesbian. I think I may. And people do this all the time. And then outsiders will immediately go, well, well how, are you gay? Are you yeah, like, what are and, you? Yeah, put labels and on it. And uh, I thought oh, you t- meant like, what kind of guy do I want to fuck? Or no, I know I'm gay, it, but do I like oh, bears? Well, like have, have you tried? But, but even more like my, my manis- um, like I haven't manifested anything yet. And so like I haven't slept with anyone yet. I haven't done anything. So, like I just, there's, there's layers to it where I think it works on a lot of different le- levels where I'm like, it doesn't have to, like, I know this, I know that I already identify as this, and I'm not displaying it in the way that makes you feel uncomfortable with this situation. You feel comfortable? Be- yeah. Were, because the- I don't technically have powers, yeah, or I haven't said, technically... Said, oh, I see. I, I, I uncomfortable, but the word he meant was I, comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I was, I like your analogy because now I was just thinking too, is like when we go from like twink, twink, twonk, or like twinks to like bears or otters or this, like, is that our secondary it's, mutation? It's, <laughs> no, you're no. an, no baby, you're an inhuman. So you're straight first <laughs> and then you're gay. I thought twink, twink, twonk was like our Pokemon evolutions. <laughs> but it's I mean, interesting because when I came out, I didn't hook up with any guys or do anything sexual. No, you, you, and then. And then people are like, well, how do you know you're... Yeah, that's yeah. a great, like, great point. This is the the one pivot on being a mutant that we haven't seen before, that they know it. they're a mutant before they've manifested I also that. think it's pretty telling that when she saves people under the banner of being a mutant, everything she does wrong is pointed out as being a thing that she did wrong. Yes. Yeah. In a way that if she was a hero, everyone would Wouldn't be... Or not, a non-mutant hero, she, yeah. everyone would be celebrating And her. more to that point, she was literally an avenger she was a champion like she was doing yeah. all of this stuff and she was rewarded for all this it's it's <laughs> this it's is the it's so good the way they pivoted uh, i don't i think you don't is, like it I did, I did but this is once again the marvel comics population are idiots yeah, yeah. they literally witnessed this but then they got mad about like the smallest version of something she did and suddenly it's her goddamn fault and suddenly she's a mutant even though you've known her for like eight years as this oh like the re basically the uh, read the cultural reset of like of who she is. It just, yeah it just felt phony that so i would agree i think it and was not phony by by the standards of of the story right by the standards of the weird fucked up humans in that world it just yeah. it seems reasonable for them but not reasonable if it it feels narratively frustrating. It has nothing to do with the writing, the art, the this, the that. Yeah. Like all of it makes sense. I think it's because they're in lockstep of having to do the, like they're trapped in the guardrails of the story. So they're really producing amazing work. Um, but I do I agree with you where especially this being a four issue miniseries, and basically this entire issue is just used to reintroduce yeah. us to this character and also just reset kind of her place in the world, which is fine. It's not, it's, it's agnostic of even uh, Miss Marvel. It happens every time they run one of these like character specific minis that run from four to six issues. Editorial, yeah. So it's just, it's frustrating, but the quality is so high that I, I really can't wait to well see where written. it goes. It, it just feels like that moment was necessary and not, um, it was storyline. It didn't, well, right. It didn't feel organic based. because like her, them spending the pages of her coming out to Bruno, essentially. Yeah, like oh, a, that was fantastic. Really, really, really fucking really good. Right. 
And then you throw in kind of the action plotline. I'm like, just give me four issues of her navigating this and maybe build up to something that happens at the end rather than like a big splash every um, situation. I also they, just don't have have no idea what are they really, are they going to like frame her? Like I, it's also, she's running around in a fucking X-Men costume and she's tagging up with the X-Men team. Like obviously I don't know her identity, but you're kind of like, she was our, didn't the news get out of the X-Men that were currently on the run? Like, <laughs> I I'm I like that they brought in Omega Sentinel as a as an Indian woman. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Even well, and even was even it she's uh, red and robotic now? It was from uh, a previous timeline. Natika also being, I assume, like I just like that they made it a very everybody on the same playing field conversation, mm-hmm. and it's I'm just fascinated and want to see how they're going to interact. And oh, talk to each I other. I actually just got a text from Kalen as well. He said I'm going to join the university's club mutant watch anti-mutant club what is, it, um, is that what it's called well, mutant watch, said, anti-mutant there, club? there's literally a club <laughs> called watch, anti-mutant, anti-mutant club oh, yeah, yeah. mutant watch that's the club kaylin said he would start if they didn't already have that's one it's interesting that he texted me that right uh now, so. do you think there's more <laughs> to the orcus like specific experimentation on chitari or you think it's just like a general like i'm sure they're going to get exposed in some capacity by the end of those so this is my ignorance but uh the ch- all the chitari i've seen have been on the big screen the old big screen uh have they always <laughs> uh, when i was that, your age were, i they? used to watch chitari on Listen, the big screen young whippersnappers they, no have the chitari well, always been able to talk they've been sort of mumble core re- retroactively <laughs> added them to they've only okay. been able to chat <laughs> no <it's> chat sorry <laughs> truth truthfully when uh when the avengers came out people didn't know who the chitari was because it's such a small little race within the like marvel universe so no one really knew it. like they've been mentioned before and it was a few references but now that they're obviously more common they they try to bring them up more but uh, but they're chatterboxes to answer your question. Oh, <laughs> Ch- Chatari boxes. <laughs> Chatari boxes. Uh, no, I, I don't. I hope that doesn't go anywhere. I don't give a. It's fuck just sort about of like that. A, I'm sure they're. Just, it's going to be an exposed plot of like they're experimenting on aliens. It felt to me like that, that episode of Invincible, uh, where they're at the college university and there's that one guy who's taking human oh, beings and converting them into super yes. soldiers yeah 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 can i can i ask you guys a question do you think she was uh it was uh earned for her to wear the x-men sort of garb yeah and did that make sense to do that in this situation or was it what did it actually hurt the situation i mean it's what do you think it's weird because I mean, you're kind of stuck in a rock in a hard place. Her powers are pretty specific, and yeah. I think that no matter what, uh, you're gonna have her there. I think that calling attention to the fact that you're a mutant, it's like either you hide or you don't. But now that everyone knows she's a mutant, I mean, I've, she's kind of made things harder for herself. I do yeah. think it was the concept of to that point. Like, I think it Should was it the, be out or not. Yeah, the concept of I don't think she was expecting at that time to have to like change. So having two costumes to change into seems like a lot of work. That frankly, as Kamala, I would not want to. Yeah, I mean, having to do a second. <laughs> I know I've seen your change. drag. It's pretty much one, <laughs> one costume. costume. Yeah. There's no reveals, honey. It's only talent. Yeah. Um, no, but I. What did you all think about their interactions with the team? Because obviously we saw a little bit of it in X-Men. Like, they've been building that up quickly. We got our 10-week time skip. They seem like pretty fast friends, particularly Rescue and 4. 
Shadow Cat, not so much. And then Talon and Sink are like, are you okay, girl? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine crying and makeup ruined and everything. What like are you that. doing? And then Sink goes, oh, wait, how are you doing? And he's better since you're here. And I was like, that's <laughs> nice. They're friends. I do worry that with a character like Rasputin 4. Uh, Can't that, trust them. That, no, <laughs> that the character so, it's not fully defined. I mean, she's from the future. She's a badass. But there's a lot of possibility that they just kind of make her She's playing unutilized or really stupid. Yeah. They needed a friend for her, so I'm glad. Like literally, they met at the gala, and they're like, "We are truly yeah, sure. best I like it a lot. I like the pairing a lot. I, I'm just worried about what they'll do okay. with that character. Yeah. I think she might get. I do worry she'll get stalled out after this fall of X thing, and I what really you, hope not because she seems so fucking cool. Clark, what do you think of her being a mutant? Do you like it or no? Uh, who do you Rescue mean? I, I, didn't, I thought Rescue I thought you meant. We were, we're do you want Rasputin to be an inhuman? Is what my question is. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm good with with her being a mutant. Yeah, it. I mean, it, it doesn't feel that forced. Like reading the character for that long, I mean, it doesn't I, feel bad. It might be because for the last year and a half, we already knew she was going to be a mutant because yeah. she was a mutant in the MCU. So yeah. I'm like, all right, I gotta accept this now. I do. I at least like that. Unlike the MCU, they stayed true to the fact that she was always an in. Like they didn't like flip that. They're just sort yeah, of like, definitely. yeah, here's another thing. And I think that's that's the best way to have gone about mm-hmm. this because it doesn't negate or undercut all of the stuff that she's gone through and the power she has. Um, all right, let's get on to Wolverine number 36, Benjamin Percy, oh. Jeff Shaw. Wolverine and Ghost Rider Assault Weapon Plus's new Hellfire program to disastrous results, namely Father Pike orchestrating Wolverine being possessed by Badragul, <laughs> the demon hiding inside of Bram this whole time. Meanwhile, no one's favorite, Jeff Bannister, makes startling discoveries <laughs> and is saved and teams up with FBI agent Talia Warroad. So- is Warroad like a play as a pun? Because she's like a Ghost Rider connected character. Yeah. So it, fucking dumb. I love it. She only her, started like, the first issue of this series. Oh, okay. So and her powers dumb. are basically like, I help. So they basically <laughs> brought the two nobodies together from yes. these terrible series. That, or not terrible, but just like these series. Aren't that, like, you excited get these for the characters two? in. They've been meeting. They, everyone's been salivating. So Ryan, you're saying up. her powers are the same as the hand in the hamburger helper. <laughs> 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 I help. That, that glove. Yeah. Uh, were you expecting Bram to have Badragul inside of him? So here's the thing. I you love there's this idea that Jonathan Hickman said recently that canon is what people remember, and I hope that this is not canon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not bad, but it's not Dragul either. I I don't know. It's just such a weird thing. On the one hand, I'd kind of like to see this story as like one of the the same as uh, Werewolf by Night. Mm. Like I think it'd be a fun. No thing, and that's like the max extent we get of Ghost Rider or Wolverine. Yeah, but uh, that'd be wild if they like didn't do any other Wolverine except this except story this. with Ghost <laughs> Rider. Crap. But what what's crazy though is that I feel like these are the types of shit that sometimes they'll pick up to like because it is built like a movie. You could easily, if you had two of these characters existing in the MCU, they could be like, uh, yeah, we'll call it Weapons of Vengeance, and like they would build out like each of these characters would have their own journeys and shit. But it's like. I feel like sometimes these are the four issues that they're like, yeah, let's option that for a movie versus like a longer, more yeah, thoughtful sure. storyline. Mm, yeah. Who the fuck is Father Pike? Is he like a character that's been uh, I don't. I didn't Google because uh, I he, didn't care. I cared so little. About I writing really this didn't care. He runs a local chapter of the Eagle Scouts. He's a really great guy. He <laughs> brings up demons. Enough of these weapon facilities. Brownies. How many fucking so, things do you have? So I think our main critique was that it wasn't connecting to the greater stuff that's going on with the mutants right now, which is obviously they're in trouble. So I'd, the fact that he's like finger blasting, like 
uh, Ghost Rider is like wild. Also, the the bike the bike ride the bike ride is crazy. Yeah, for him to oh do that, my God. that's just bad logistics. I think that I, is just bad. logistics. I think that uh, that what the idea was conceived of. Oh, wouldn't you get burned constantly by that? We got to put that in. We got it. Well, I know. It feels like bad movie making. Like you know that they would put that fucking scene in a movie, and people would be like, "Yeah, fucking love." Also, Wolverine would be like, "Pull over." Could you pull over? I gotta pee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, but okay. So our critique was it doesn't feel connected to the rest of like uh, what That's the X Men critique. I mean, okay, I... <laughs> yours. You said this specifically. No, but I think at the end of it, it feels a little bit more like what's going on with the greater like status quo with the X Men right now. Yeah. So I'm okay with him seeking out uh, other mutants and feeling like. That mm-hmm. is yeah. more no, 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 no. I think now. that's valid. The what, which five do you think it is? No one. I don't know. Any moment, Mamex again? Mamex. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think? Anyone? It's got to be like nobody's. It's got. I. I what worry if it's just in like Canada. Gen- I think it's just generic people, right? It can't be. I have no idea. We'll see. Yeah. On my bad is generic far, nobody. Number two. Jessica. My main Jessica problem. Is <laughs> what? Go ahead. Craig. It's just what it is. I don't give a shit about Ghost Rider, and I never have. What about Badragul? No, <laughs> like I love the mor- the horror you side. You love Badragul, <laughs> like Werewolf by Night, Blade, all that kind of stuff. But as soon as we get into Ghost Rider and stuff, it's all heaven and hell and this, that, and the other. It just makes it, I don't know, not too real. But oh well, my God, what is it? Talia and Jeff Bannister talking was the cheesiest fucking dialogue. I'm, uh, I don't play by the CIA's no, rule. Was t- oh my I God, that was all by the FBI. That's why I got kicked out of the FBI. Jeff Bannister has to get like. Knocked out or like smoke bombed or anything at all times because we can't have him functional. I the way I think of this is that it's like, all right, it's not my cup of tea, but as long as it does no harm, as long as it doesn't introduce something, I hope it burns that, someone's mouth that characters don't have to continue to do. Yeah, then I'm okay with it. Let it be a weird side story that but the we don't pr- have to do. The I problem will- with these are they always want to do like some sort of status quo change, so like. Some, well, dude, Wolverine brought his flame claws back. <laughs> the uh, Ghost Rider is actually a mutant. Ugh. No, Helverine. Helver. Oh my that god. Tough, well, guys. if it, w- I think if it was more tongue in cheek, I'd really enjoy it because the whole like demonic possession plotline I think is pretty cool. It all just feels so edge lordy that I don't enjoy it because it just feels like there's no tongue in cheekness. To this ridiculousness, like make it camp, then I would be like down. But is it camp? Not Where, even slightly camp. Like I'm like, is someone really reading this going like, fuck yeah, Helverine? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, get your dick hard. <laughs> it's it does make sense that uh, the Weapon X program would just do like something like, Keeps... oh, we, we why don't we try hell? Next. I I that part of the plot Verine. I enjoy where I'm like we're not gonna make n- another super soldier kind of serum. It's like yeah, what else can we experiment with? Magic or I... hell? I would like it if all the crossover also included Deadpool. It yeah. Would, it would make all this weird, dumb You'd shit like comedy. humor. But like like Helverine would actually work How are you well. going to work Hell into his name, though? Hellpool? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was so good. Yeah. Yeah. D-Hell. <laughs> it's hard. It's literally just... <laughs> I know. Dead Hell. Yeah. Um, I think you're... Well, and he also has it. He literally was... His bride was a demon. Yeah. So it all like I think you're spot on. That's actually what would cure this from just being feeling too forward. Like if it had a few more Deadpool knocks in it. Do you guys any have anything else? Any hell related things? No. Okay. I want to see you go to it, bitch. As always, we like to wrap up the little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where each of us get a chance to quickly highlight something we've read, seen, and 
heard or, you know, whatever the fuck we want. Um, and wanted to share with you our little homos this week. Do y'all have anything? I'm going to go last. Okay, fuck. great. Um, I called it. Good. I'm going to go last. I'll go <laughs> last. First who calls last goes last. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, I've been watching this show on TLC. They're coming out with a new season. Clark, I texted you about yes. this. It's called Welcome to Plathville. Okay. okay. Um, it's a TLC show, so like every There's TLC, no learning involved. You, you know it's quality. Maybe it's not the learning channel anymore. Um, Tender loving care channel. So, so as you know, with all these shows, um, they it's a fam, it's some fucked up family that has ten kids. So this is another <laughs> one of them, and so this is a family of uh, twelve, and they they are strict Christian family and um, they've never been out in the world, sort of a a little bit Amish esque, but so the first season they sort of branch out and uh, one becomes a bisexual gay model in (laughs) Tallahassee. One becomes an alternative uh, punk rock girl. um, And then two get married and the two each other. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, but it's, it is buck motherfucking. Wow. I've, you know, like a lot of these TLC shows, a lot of all those like stupid whatever shows, I, I it's never been a show that you like sit down and I'm like, I have to watch oh, every guess, yeah. scene because it is so captivating and so, so fucking uncomfortable. It is so good. I binged uh, four seasons in two Jesus days. Christ. Don't worry about oh it. Oh, my God. Um, but I, I it, just need to do it. Like I don't have TLC, yeah. so I have to just you, illegally you watch just, it on some just need to Uzbekistani and really channel. do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's phenomenal. It's on TLC, but you can watch it on HBO Max. Yeah, I don't have uh, that either. Uzbekistan for me. S- okay. And the model's hot as shit. It's called Living L- Living Legends. Plath? Living Plath? Living Ben Plath. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's called Welcome to Plathville. Welcome to Plathville. And so they, <laughs> their last name is Plath, but they live in a in a town called Cairo, as they say, but it's pronounced, uh, but it's literally Cairo. Oh, uh, but they no. say it's Cairo. Cairo, it is. Yeah, more plugs. Uh, I will you, plug. I'll plug big. I'll go on the reality train and do Big Brother twenty five. So this you. is their twenty fifth season. Uh, it is a very diverse cast. Everyone is playing interesting games. It doesn't feel like certain types of people are being targeted. And it feels like some of the bigger physical players are actually being eliminated early, which is always my favorite. That, that always happens. Well, no, I know. But, I mean, it, it doesn't always – like, there's always a couple people that kind of, like, create enough social game and then stay on the radar. Just uh, Xavier from last year. Yeah. Like, there's always – or two years ago, there's yeah. always somebody that's uh, – Taylor, I mean, Taylor. Well, there was, was a different physical. reasoning behind that. Yeah. But, you know, it's like there's – I think it's, it's building up where I don't really know what's going to happen, and every week's kind of interesting. Series in it. What is it? What's her name? Is I know. Name? I mean, there. This is hers to lose, yeah. essentially. Wait, so we know what's going to happen. It, and her son. Yes. Uh, well, if I, you know, like I said, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, if they're smart enough, they'll wise up. They and should get rid of her because she wins everything, or almost wins everything. But no one seems to care. Siri was a Survivor contestant four times, and then she over. won the Traders. Um, yes, which was crazy oh, that they brought fuck. her on. Right yeah, NBC. I watched it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So I would watch it. Yeah, and Siri alone is just very fun. There's all sorts of weird shit going on. It's she was. There was a whole thing about condoms this week, which is oh, I spoiled the Traders win. Whoops, that she won. Well, then. Nobody's gonna fucking watch it. What is your plug, Traders? What's your plug? This no week? show from. <laughs> What's funny is that was your plug and you hated ago. it. Yeah. It was your unplug, and then I ended up watching the whole thing because I was like, "This is fun." But I, the UK one was better. I'm I I have the right to unplug this next week. 
But um, <laughs> the <laughs> the ten episode series um, One Piece on Netflix, live action one, just released uh, this morning at three a.m. I've only watched three episodes before, but it's very well done. Mm. The characterization is on point. Like Monkey D. Luffy is just exactly right who he should be. One Piece is an anime that's been going for like almost 190 issues so now. So long, yeah. It, it, which is kind of prohibitive because it's so fucking long at this point. And I think it's all in Crunchyroll, but it, it just seems exhausting. I've watched the first three seasons, but then I got out of it and realized I couldn't get back into it because it's been years and yeah, millions and millions of episodes later. But anyways, this is 10 episodes. It's very good so far. It's very well done. Characterization. How nice. much did they get through? Like how much of the seasons did you see that I'm they get through content-wise? At least for the, like, yeah. are they moving fast is what yeah, I question they're, they're moving fast, yeah. But they're kind of like streamlined. I mean, 190. I episodes know that's what I'm saying. Not, like, I would be a never I would just show. love to know that they're gonna get. They're gonna have enough time to really build whatever story. You know, they'll probably stop. They at will. A specific I don't arc quite know whatever. where it's going because yeah. I don't want it to fully know. Yeah. Because I think they are making changes, but yeah. hopefully they're good changes. No, that's exciting. It uh, looked all all the promos. Looked the design fantastic. is gorgeous. The, yeah. the, all the um, special effects are very. They they don't look fake, even though he's literally just a weird stretchy man. It yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. it works. Uh, the out, only yeah. issue I have is that I want the c- the saturation, color saturation turned up a little bit because sometimes Watch it's a little out. too um, gray. Nah. And not in a bad way. It, it for is, that it show. It does, no, 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 it does look good, but it doesn't look like it should be based on the cartoon. Yeah, no, I was going to say, that cartoon like is very vibrant. vibrant. Yeah. But like everyone has, has the right hair color, and you, you can tell that the green is green Polaris from the... Um, <laughs> horrible show yeah. what was oh it my the gosh. gifted the gifted yeah i also love that this is like a it's obviously going to be for worldwide consumption but i love that they're starting to build live wild. action wild <laughs> anime series in the u.s so i'm like i and like as long as they're doing like thoughtful because it's not like it's filmed in english it's not like they're doing yeah. subtitling what i mean in that sense I'm i mean like, they, had, they didn't turn it into an abomination like cowboy, cowboy bebop, bebop yeah. was the worst where yeah they just made every character enough. bad right all right, <clears throat> so my plug, uh, I went off last week because I was in Atlanta. Um, I went to an event, a fundraiser. Uh, in the 90s on the radio, there was uh, a couple who, no, they weren't a couple, but there was a pair who did a radio program called Steve and Vicky. Uh, and they were extraordinarily popular. Um, so Vicky was mine and my husband's officiant at our wedding. Oh. Um, so her radio partner, Steve, for the past 15 years has been dealing with Parkinson's. And so there was a comedy fundraiser for him. Uh, and there's also a GoFundMe. Uh, so if you go to GoFundMe, it's Help Atlanta Radio Icon Steve McCoy. Um, so it was at the Punchline Comedy Club in Atlanta. And I did not know what to expect as far as the lineup goes. Uh, there was two big names that were incredible. They did an amazing job. But then there were a couple of comedians who were not so great. Okay. And I want to talk about one of them. Oh, no. because, <laughs> oh my God. Because, uh, so, we're, I don't know if we'll post this because it's just going to be me shitting on him. But uh, oh, this is what he looks like. Uh, he is he's kind got of a puppet. Oh, I've seen. I feel like I've seen so he's puppet. wearing a suit, uh, but he's got like a blue jacket and a wacky red tie and jeans and he looks like the kid from mad magazine got really old i was gonna say it looks like it looks like you're this is like a, a this is like the seinfeld pilot is what i'm looking so at. i don't feel super bad about this because he his material i don't know if you remember that episode of 30 rock where liz and jack go south yes. and they like see this comedian with a puppet who's doing like really offensive material that's this guy uh, this guy his he's got a puppet eagle 
named Jose. No. And yes, no, 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 yes, no. he does the Mexican accent. No. 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 Yeah. Do you want to know his last name is? Jose Diego. Diego, oh, as in Diego. He's an illegal eagle. It's so bad. Holy he, shit. He did jokes about Bill Clinton sleeping with Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. He did, oh, he's never grown up. Yeah. It's he all did the... jokes about Kim and Kanye divorcing. Oh, my gosh. I mean, so it was. Awful, and the audience was so uncomfortable. And he kept saying things like, "Well, if I'm going to make fun of one get side, it, let's make it, fun it, of another yeah. side." Uh, you know, it's all about. What if was you, the other side he made fun of? I mean, he did like a Trump joke, and then like three Biden jokes. I, uh, I, one time <laughs> I, was, I used to DJ a comedy show like monthly in DC, and there was a guy that they brought <laughs> you used in to DJ. Yeah, you, know, you like play people on, you play music before and after. It was oh, just, okay. like a random hobby, but like they brought in a guy who from like Pete. It was like this. Comedian from P Town's gonna do all this, da 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 da, and he came in the exact same experience. It was like twenty-year-old jokes, stuff that maybe killed, I guess, in like nineteen eighty-five. All racist. Yeah, it was a lot. Like it was God. old. It was problematic. It was just sort of like such a great indicator that comedy evolves and people don't. And it was just fascinating to me that a this person was even. I assume they were still showing up and doing P-Town shows. That's why they booked them to come here. Yeah. But it's just, it's incredible to me how people get along with their act and seemingly still keep getting paid to do some of this shit. Yeah. So the the show also had, as a surprise guest, George Wallace, who is a incredibly successful comedian. He was very funny. Uh, but they also had Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, and he how did. did he, he was hilarious. Oh, nice. Absolutely hysterical. Uh, it's really incredible seeing someone who's done it for so long so well because uh, he was just so clearly better yeah. than all of the other performers. Yeah. But he's moved his uh, You Might Be a Redneck act mm. to what they what you're not going to learn in books oh, Jesus. is the new. Because isn't he... I remember with his special, <laughs> he was... Like, it was very funny. Was still, airlines already taken? It, Jesus Christ. It was still uh. funny, but it's very... It was Did also you crack funny up singer. at the participation trophy joke that he tells? What? I don't know. I think it was one of his Netflix specials where he was like, I'm railing against these. Everybody getting a participation. No, he didn't do it. Okay, that's great. I'm just glad that he keeps evolving. Um, Okay, so here's my little bonus something. Uh, This is like a second plug. (laughs) We went to an exhibit called Jurassic World. (gasps) Exhibit. I've wanted to go. It. (laughs) You want to go. Apparently, there's there's a studio in Atlanta that rents out spaces. They've done the Van Gogh exhibit. Uh, They did a Stranger Things exhibit there. And it was... My brother, myself, and his girlfriend, we went. It was so fucking fun. There was, like, no one there. We're super excited to see dinosaurs. All the staff is, like, now energized because they're tired. And they're like, yes, someone's actually happy to be here. Oh, uh, I want to see it. It was so go. great. We got to talk to all the staff members. Wow. And we're, like, making they, jokes. Were they dinosaurs? Well, they were all, they're all <laughs> actors and they're all trying to like stay in character. So they're like, Love it. I don't know what Stranger Things is. I work uh, on the island. And then at one point I mentioned Beyonce and a worker goes, uh, Beyonce? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What do you, hold on. We got to stop. What do you mean? You don't know who Beyonce is. Like, when did you come to come the, the island? island. Uh, what, what, what don't you know culturally? Like, do you know about the Cold War? <laughs> uh, Flava Flav, where does your knowledge stop? Does that happen? And what they're like, oh, find? we were raised on the island. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to unionize. And what ended up happening <laughs> was that workers, as they passed us from worker to worker, they're like, by the way, these guys are going to help us. We're going to unionize. Uh, I mean, we love the organization. We love Jurassic World. They definitely won't fire us. Um, it I was just so that. much fun. Oh, 
are there oh, a lot of pictures? Immersive there are, events I've got so many so pictures. So uh, but I did also get a gift uh, for one person. Oh. And it's Ryan. Yay! Oh. Uh, so I assume you probably had it, but... Uh, it is a Jurassic Park <gasps> pen. No, it's going to go great in my fanny She's pack. She's a pen gal. Oh. I didn't know if you'd prefer that one or the Jurassic World exhibition. No, fuck that yeah. shit. No, give me the class. So there was one part where they had like the di- the newest dinosaur from Jurassic World, which I have not seen. And they're like, Stop. oh, it, we bred a T-Rex with a Velociraptor and, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. some other dinosaurs. And also we, <laughs> it can turn invisible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And they were wait, like, wait. an iguana, we guess, or <laughs> yeah. something? Wait, what are you throwing in Such there? Such a dumb plot And why line. did we have invisibility tech and you just threw it on the, a dinosaur? Why? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This it was is a great. Silly I want to go so bad. It's so much fun. Oh. I highly recommend it. How long is it there for? I, I mean, it's been there for several months. Oh. Uh, it's been 10,000 years but in the making. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, it's been millions of years in the making. Oh my but it's God. also like, how long ago did Jurassic World come out? I mean, it's been around for a while. Oh, it probably came out when Jurassic that, yeah. the World. first one. Yeah, yeah, that not, was um, May last year, June yeah. last year. Last, oh, got it. Not no so Jurassic. That movie? was that, that was Dominion. Yeah. Oh. Why don't oh, we talk God. about it off pod? Anyway, no, I need Jurassic to know now. World Dominion. <laughs> Folks, when did this launch? That's been our episode. We've wow. been Homo Superior. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Homo Superior X and Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. That's where you vote for mm-hmm. our Mutant Madness X team assembled. We're going to get a new team. You're going to get a chance to judge characters and say bitchy things about them. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, we're going to have a new episode of Creator Crush coming out in a couple of weeks at Ben Con. We've been gone. And <laughs> we have one now of, J- of Jay Jordan. <laughs> Jay Jordan. Jay, I don't know why that became a side like, Jay Jordan. Yeah. Uh, the, bye, little homos. Bye. bye.